here we are once again. It is time for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Adam Helgeson back in the studios again after a couple of days off here. Adam, welcome back. How are you? Oh, maybe I should turn your mic up. There you go. That usually helps. Yeah. <laughs> I, bet, I bet my wife wishes she had that switch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if you had one of those you could use on anybody, right? Yeah. I <laughs> uh, got big plans for the weekend. It's Friday. Um, I don't know. Not really. Yeah. Um, next couple weekends, I'll be busy. I'll be in Bismarck for a figure skating tournament and then uh, heading to Minot for another figure skating tournament. Now, have you noticed, have you guys done any of this stuff? Uh, with your kids on the Minnesota side? No, all the Minnesota side was canceled. Okay, so what is it like now when you go to these rinks? Because I actually went to a a squirt hockey tournament in Moorhead over the weekend, and it was horrible. Uh, The kids had to wear masks while they were skating. Yeah, We had to wear a mask, and and it's weird because I'm not used to wearing a mask in the cold like that. And so my glasses were just completely fogged up the whole time I was in there trying to watch hockey, and it was kind of a crap show you know yeah i actually watched my my nephews play uh their seniors in faustin oh okay um so they had basketball game last night and i was streamed it on tv and they got to play basketball in masks and I'm isn't like, that something running up and down the court do you think they'd pass out yeah I, and i actually did read that there were i think they were maybe hockey players it might have been basketball uh in minnesota that actually collapsed when they were able to start oh. practicing again because uh you know, you might have one of those coaches in there and they're running what we used to call prowler drills or whatever yeah. in the gym and you're wearing a mask. I mean, come on, man. Yeah, exactly. The nice thing about skating is they, uh, a lot of them are individual. So mm-hmm. when they're not on the ice, they're wearing a mask. But when they get out there to practice, mm-hmm. um, you know, or do their routine, even for synchronized skating, there's a group of like 15 of them, right? Mm-hmm. But to be considered a close contact in North Dakota, you have to be within six feet of each other for uh, 15 minutes or more. Yep. Right, so they're skating around doing their thing, so they're not within six feet of proximity for more than fifteen minutes. So even if one of them gets it, they're not considered a close contact. Sure. So, you know, during their routines and stuff, we have them take it off. Now, if they're out there for an hour long practice doing it, well, then you know the coaches and everyone's wearing a mask. But you know, and the thing is, in North Dakota now, uh, the mask mandate again has been pushed on another month. But if you read that mandate closely. Because I learned this when I was reading about it on Monday. Uh, masks are required indoors if social distancing is not possible. Yep. So I do walk around the Grand Cities Mall without a mask on. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody has said anything to me about it yet. But if they do, I'm just going to say, you don't think you could find six feet between us right yep. now? Exactly. You know, if you're more worried about it, you're coming out of your way to tell me I should put a mask <laughs> on when you were just 50 feet away. Yeah. And is this ever going to let up? I mean, do your kids, is it hard for them to skate with a mask on? They don't, they don't like it, mm-hmm. you know. And like, but so, if you love skating, you got to do it. Yeah. And I'm actually the president of the figure skating club. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, it, uh, we, we try and follow the rules. I have uh, my vice president is Jesse Catermas and he's awesome with mm-hmm. all the COVID guidelines. He actually works as an engineer for the city or county or oh, okay. something. So he's up on all that. So he is awesome. Um, so he kind of steers us in the right direction as far as what we can do, what we can't do. And yeah. Have you um, ever, have you ever had anybody complain, no. you know, say to you, Hey, you know, there's not enough people wearing masks around here. No, we have a lot of parents <laughs> complain the other way. Yeah. Yeah. That they, <laughs> but, that they have to. Yeah. But you know, it's, 
yeah. I don't know. I got yelled at because it was like my first week as the club president and I held a parent meeting, you know, with all the COVID going on and it was held at the, the icon upstairs and I was up speaking and my mask broke. I had one of those cheap ones. So mm-hmm. I didn't wear one. And uh, we got a nasty email about how, you know, I, I said masks are recommended and I wasn't even wearing one. And Oh, boy. Arrogant. There's but, always yeah, those like, people. Whatever. You don't like it, you don't got to go. Yeah, well, that's what I tell them. <laughs> you know, if you're, you're that worried about it, stay home, right? Yeah. Um, you know, when we talk about figure skating, let's talk a little bit about Adam Helgeson uh, before you became a realty expert with Berkshire Hathaway. Um, I know for a time you were actually a, a bouncer. I was. And, and was that during your military days, or was it after? Was it between going to Berkshire Hathaway? Or tell us about oh, that period. That was, that was back in, when I was young and single. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like 2004 time frame. Um, I was young, single, and I was an active duty recruiter in the area. Um, and it was kind of a funny story because I was over at the El Rocco. Mm-hmm. Um, and come to find out, I had been there for two weeks straight every night. Oh, wow. Um patronizing the place oh, not, oh not okay working. not working not all working. right okay <laughs> now the story's coming out <laughs> that's how i got my job yeah uh, <laughs> you loiter enough huh <laughs> yeah loiter enough um so i was actually there one night and one of my high school buddies was a bouncer and he's standing by the back door and he's like man watch this door i gotta go to the bathroom i'm like okay i'll watch it so i'm standing there i'm about a pitcher and a half in mm-hmm. <laughs> um when this older gentleman walks up and he's gonna try and go out and i said uh, sorry sir you can't go out this door and he's like what? I'm like, you can't go out this door. He's like, do you know what I am? I said, I don't give a hell who you are. My buddies had to run to the bathroom. He said, no one goes out this door. And here it was uh, Pat. Oh, the, yeah. The owner. So, <laughs> all seven foot of them. Or, yeah. No, wait, That's he's the shorter one. That's yeah, Paul. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. So uh, Tom actually grabbed me and took me in the back room and like, I like you. You want to work here? So I actually got my job there while I was intoxicated. Wow. Yeah. No, they hired How me. often does that happen? I know, right? <laughs> People say they can't find a job. I'm like, I can get one drunk. That's awesome. um, but no, I loved working there. Um, it was yeah during the World Juniors. It was oh yeah. It would be 40 below. That place was hopping. There's mm-hmm. a line out the door. I am so sad to see it close. I, I know. I mean, what an iconic place. Uh, it's been around forever. Um, I used to be in that place all the time back in my construction days and the World Juniors. I think I worked 18 games of the World Juniors. Yeah. And after you talk. And, and scream all those European names that you can't even pronounce, you needed something to rehydrate with. Yes. And uh, that's one of the first places I would stop. Yeah, no, it was a blast. Uh, the military actually wanted me to quit just because it was interfering with my other work. And then I was getting transferred down to Wilmer, Minnesota, too. But no, I I, I love it. I miss it. It was like a family. I Actually, one of my other bouncer buddies now lives, that worked there with me, lives around the corner. Um, and another one, I just sold him, sold his house and helped him get another one. So mm-hmm. it was funny because then he hired the one that lives next to me as a contractor to help. So it was like the three of us getting together again. I'm like, man, we haven't been together for a while. So yeah, we're going to miss the Andrews family and uh, Peggy. I mean, yeah. gosh, she's been there forever. Yeah. With her knee high socks. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. And no matter what the temperature is, knee high <laughs> socks and shorts. Oh, I'm going to miss that place. Um, we're actually uh, trying to work out where we can maybe get some of the Andrews boys on the show and, and talk a little bit about the history of the El Rocco. I think that'd be a great show. Yeah. Um, houses continue to be built, Adam, in, in Grand Forks. Um, is things always going to grow to the south? I mean, is there even anywhere to the north where a guy could build or buy or sell? 
There is, um, but the North to me isn't as desirable um, just because of the the commercial construction sure. out there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, with Simplot, with, you know, now they're talking about that fertilizer factory. Yep. Even out west, uh, we just listed a bunch of commercial lots out just west, um, right up past the new Walmart. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's with all the commercial going on west and north of town, you know, it, it's pushing. That's forcing the sure. residential to the south, yep. you know, unfortunately. Unless you hop over the commercial and get out towards Manville, um, you know, or hop out a little more towards Emirato. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a little bit more developing out there. Um, even, you know, west of town, you get out past that Cooley Diversion. You know, yeah, because there, there's, there's a couple little outcrops of new houses out west. Um, a friend of mine actually just moved out there here about a year ago, and they, they love it out there. Yeah, our Whipple World or whatever, right out past the airport. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised those developments aren't taking off as much as they th- they thought they would. Yeah. Um, you know, they were... There's still a bunch of empty lots out there, and I, you know, you hear everybody talk about it's all alkali out there. I, I see houses out there that have nice lawns, so I, I guess I don't know. Yeah, well, that's what my dad always says. He's a you know an old farmer guy, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Why in the hell do they keep building to the south, wrecking that good fertile soil? They yeah. need to build north." And, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what. Uh, pretty soon we're going to be, you know, we're going to have. Thompson's going to be what South Grand Forks. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly, exactly. Are there a lot of commercial buildings uh, on the market right now around Grand Forks? There's a few, um, not as many as I thought there would be. You know, I thought with COVID and everyone working from home that it would change the industrial footprint. Where these corporations are like, man, we can have these people work from home, get the same productivity, that lower our costs. We won't have to pay you know, building rent, we won't have mm-hmm. to pay utilities and all that type of stuff. So they, maybe they would move to a smaller, um, smaller storefront, you know, type building and get rid of their big one. But, uh, you know, I think there's a lot we need to do in this town as far as commercial. Yeah. And, Wasn't there, uh, isn't there a big business on the North end that's shutting down now? Is it the polymer place or something like that? Have you heard anything about that? That I don't. I don't deal a whole lot with commercial. That's okay. where Mike Marcotte and Ben Olson, they are commercial mm-hmm. experts. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's – to me, I think the city needs to try and do something. I mean, the the conservative in me says, you know what I mean? It's, it's business. The city shouldn't do anything. But I think some of these landlords are renting our businesses out of town. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's why – some of these big companies are leaving. They're like, well, if you want to visit us, come to Fargo. You know what I mean? Because sure. they can't afford the rent here in town. And I think that's what's happening with the mall. I think that's what's happening with some of those strip malls where like Bed Bath & Beyond and you know what I mean? All those, there's all sorts of different rumors about other stores like Kohl's and people leaving. And it's like, man, we're going to have nothing in this town. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, that's something we talk a lot about on, on GFBS uh, because it seems like everything's funneled through Fargo now. But how could we fix that? How can this – I mean, remember you used to go out to the Columbia Mall 15 years ago and the place was packed. Mm-hmm. Now if you walk past Shields, wow. It, yeah, it's For one, the first time in a couple of years I was out there doing some Christmas shopping. I should have just stayed home. See, that's the problem because that's the first time in a couple of years you've been there. Yeah, yeah. So you're the problem, John. Okay, 
Okay. It's all your fault. Yeah. No. <laughs> I still go to Shields. <laughs> my my six year old calls. She's like, Dad, can we go to Shields and look at the puppies? I'm like, Well, that's not where. The... <laughs> she thinks calls the whole mall Shields. Yeah. Which is about right. Oh well, yeah, it is. I mean, um, and and I feel bad for some of the businesses out there because I, I know it's not cheap. Yeah. Uh, and they don't get that much foot traffic anymore. Yeah. Uh, and it's too bad because, I mean, let's think about it. Grand Forks. This used to be where all the Canadians would come to. And now it seems like a lot of them are just driving right by Grand Forks and and stopping in Fargo. Well, now none of them are coming because the border's closed. But uh, you know that's right. Once the border opens back yeah. up, they are. I mean, there's there's no reason to stop in this town anymore. No, no, there, and that's there really that's, isn't. That's, you know, a shame. You know, except for Menards. Yeah, uh, Menards and Lowe's. But I heard Menards opened a warehouse so you, they can come buy lumber and stuff in Grand Forks. Right. Okay. Instead of hauling it all there, they just have it. We pick up locations. Oh, like a yard in Winnipeg where they can grab it all. Like that is genius. That is. Oh man, especially so, if you ever have a trailer and you're loading up two by fours or two by sixes or sheetrock or plywood. Yeah. It's instead of hauling it all the way back up there, you could just purchase it here, bring mm-hmm. your slip up, and have a load. And, and and you know where I live, um, I'm like as the crow flies, I'm not far from Menards, but the crow don't fly over the river. So I have to go all the way into town, all the way back around, all the way to the south end. And a trip to Menards, especially if it's in the afternoon, uh, it takes me about a half hour to get there. And that's kind of a pain, too. Yeah. But Then you forget your mask and you have to drive oh, all yeah. the way yep. back. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were you going to do there? Oh, I was just going to say about the whole closing. Um, you know, Grand Forks, you know, a lot of businesses are closing Bath & Body. I used to work at a year ago from right now. I was actually at Gordman's. And um, they closed... Because of basically not enough businesses, and I know that there's a Gordman's. There's four in North Dakota. There's one here, Fargo, Minot, and I think the other one is in Bismarck. But um, they got a lot of business, you know, from the Canadians. And now that they're gone, they're just gonna go right past. They're gonna skip Grand Forks and they're gonna go to Fargo. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it's sad. I don't know what we can do to try and, yeah, you know, maybe we need to kind of reprogram Grand Forks. Yeah. you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Maybe we're not. The big metropolis we think we are, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and you know, I think our new mayor is going to help do that. Yeah, Brandon, uh, that's, Brandon's awesome. Yeah, then, he's sharp, and and he wants to put Grand Forks back on the map again. But then again, they're talking about spending what forty five million dollars to put an underpass. Yeah, yeah, on the railroad tracks. It's like, why don't we use that money for something, you know, a little more important? Mm-hmm. I know the, the, the college professors get mad when they have to wait seven minutes to cross the train tracks. But, right. I mean, there, there's other things this town could use to help it grow mm-hmm. um, than an underpass there. And then that's going to affect the Hilton. It's going to affect all that stuff because if you're going to do an underpass, you got to push it back. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. going to affect possibly the golf course. I mean, all. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think. Being in government, in the military, and in politics, it's funny when they say, well, it's not going to cost as much because we're going to get a federal grant. That's still our tax dollars, regardless. Yeah. You know what I mean? To me, I think, my personal opinion, this has nothing to do with Berkshire Hathaway, all right? There's too much overspending going on in in government and local city. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and, and you know, another thing about an, an underpass, too, is um, you and I are, are wired a little bit alike um about leave a little earlier yeah. you know if you show up for work say you show up for work six minutes late and you have to punch in and you say sorry i'm late i got stuck by a train 
okay, if I'm a boss, I sit there and I think, okay, you're six minutes late, so you would have got here right on time. Maybe you should leave the house five minutes earlier or 10 yeah. minutes earlier and show up for work a couple of minutes early. Uh, but that's just the way I think. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. And, and I don't have to deal with 42nd very often either, so I, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah, but it, there's ways around it, too. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? If you're running late, you know there's a possibility of a train. How about you take the interstate and cut aground or go down to Columbia, cut over and come up university? Sure. I mean, that's like exactly what I do every single morning because I live over by the industrial and I'm always dealing with the train on demers and just hit the interstate. So. Yeah, there, there's ways around it, yeah. <clears throat> especially trying to spend that much money on, I don't know. So. You, you uh, have big plans for the weekend? No. You asked me that on Wednesday. You asked me that on Wednesday, too. Yeah. Still, no, might, no figure skating this weekend? No, that's the next two weekends I'll be in Bismarck and Minot. Okay. Um, I might not go to Bismarck. I might let the wife take him to Bismarck just so I can hit up the last two were at the rock. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. But still haven't decided yet. I'm actually working on flipping a house. Uh-huh. Um, I'm getting close to completion, so I might be over there this weekend tinkering around. And- you ever take an evening or an, a weekend or an afternoon off and just lay on the couch and channel surf? Try not to. But I, 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 I mean, knew you were going to say that. <laughs> sometimes I do. Like, I just finished uh, Yellowstone. That's a good series. Oh, yeah. 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 Are you into the more of the series kind of things? Because yeah. I, I picked up on a lot of these uh, during the pandemic. And, and the thing is, is I always watch them after they've been out for a couple of years. And I just hear about them, but I never watched them. And now I've seen just about every series that Netflix has to offer, I swear. See, that's better. Because now I'm like pissed off because I want to watch the rest of Cobra Kai. And I want to yeah. watch the rest of Yellowstone. And I got to wait for a new season to come out. I'm yeah. Like, really? The new season for Cobra Kai just came out. I finished it in a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't like, get Paul going on Cobra Kai. Um, he'll come yeah. over and karate he really chop likes, me. He really <laughs> likes that show. Adam Helgeson, man, I, I love when you come into the studio. Uh, I know you're a busy guy, and uh, I know we're going to be getting together again with some figure skating stuff, and I'm, I'm actually really excited about it. I think it's going to oh, be a blast. It is, and I, I love you guys got advertising all over the country because there's parents and grandparents nationwide watching that event. Um, so I had so many parents come up thanking me that you guys were able to help us out, and uh, a lot of even the local people are like, what is this, Grand Forks BS? I'm like, yeah, they're full of BS, but no, they're <laughs> awesome guys. Um <laughs> So I, even locally, I got you guys some new listeners. So that's that's awesome, and I appreciate all you guys' help. More listeners we can get, the better. Exactly. Realty expert Adam Helgeson for Berkshire Hathaway, our biweekly podcast. Adam, thanks for coming in again today, man, and have yourself a great weekend. And uh, get a little rest if you can. I'll try. All right. We'll be back again on Wednesday of next week. Your Berkshire Hathaway biweekly podcast on GFBS.